with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Obviously, we've got uh, some uh, positive vaccine news and uh, things are coming around and uh, there's a lot of positivity. I mean, yesterday we were talking about maybe even having a real wedding with my daughter. It's just like off and on, off and on, off and on, off and on. But uh, I think that we're all kind of living that world right now. But let's go to a nice world. Let's go to an amazing place where things open up Everybody is uh, healthy and there's no more risks. What do you want to stay gone that's been currently gone? For example. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. I have had a revelation of coming to work sick. That's not a good thing. I would. I used to come to work so sick being like, I'm not missing a day of work. I'm not being a wuss. I'm just going to power through and do it and then go home right after. Right. But then, well, it started before the pandemic. Matt and I got in a fight and he yelled at me and he was like, when I come to work sick, it's gross. When you come to work sick, you're a hero. And I was like, oh, he's kind of right. Like, that is how I look at it. Kind of (laughs) right? Full on 100%. You know, like, like, Jack, her work ethic is undisputed. Right. She is a warrior who battles for this show and does more than both Chris and I combined. Right. Especially me. Right. But. But. She's like, I got to come in. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's like she had a lane, an arm torn off. It's yeah. This true. is the Too stupidest fault. thing ever. Normalize staying home sick. And you shouldn't even have to tell your boss I'm sick. You should say I'm home today. Right. Yeah. And I think that, that I hope that stays that obviously now, if we were sick, we would stay home no problem and not feel guilty about it. But I hope that stays. I hope that it never comes back working sick. That, and I could see it in about a year and a half. Yeah. Jackson have a little sniffle and she's like, I think I'm still going to go. Oh, it's going to be, it is hard. That's, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's very hard for me. Okay. What do you got, Matt? Um, handshakes. Yeah. Handshakes suck. Yeah. All right. Like much of a grown person's life can hinge on a good or a bad handshake. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing ever when somebody tells you, you could tell a lot from a man or a woman through a handshake. No, you can't. Literally, you cannot tell a thing about a person through a handshake. All of it is a big coming from a guy with a flimsy hand. I have great handshakes. Do you? I do. It's so <laughs> stupid that if you go to a uh, job interview and you give somebody a handshake. Yeah. And then, like, by accident, maybe they grab your fingers, you grab theirs. It's like, what's the point of even asking me questions? Just, I'm going to walk out now. And then all it is just one way of, like, hey, have my sickness. Yeah. Stupid. Coming from a wobbly arm. <laughs> all right. I have, I, like, oh. The only reason why I wish handshakes would go away, because I'm, I, I, I've, again, I've, I've got that real bad habit even now. Of, like, it's just that instant thing. You're like, oh, yeah, no, we can't do that. I hate the handshake that lingers too long. When the person Ooh, basically yes. holds your hand. That's that's when it gets awkward. I do me. assert my dominance by never breaking off a handshake. Yeah, you would. Yeah, handshakes are stupid. Fist bumps, and then I can sit down in my job interview. Like, okay. let's get rid of them. They're okay. silly. I hope here's here's mine. This is an obvious one. We've been talking about it a lot, but we think about the things that we used to do prior to the the the, the pandemic. And there's going to be people going, "Oh my gosh, are you serious? We're going to cancel this?" But I mean, the blowing out the candles. When you think about yeah. going to a birthday. And, and and it's usually not just one kid that blows on the candles. It's, it's every kid there, and they're blowing on them, and they're spitting all over the cake. And surprise, surprise, three days after the birthday, you've got pneumonia. Like, <laughs> so and you know what the weird thing is, is that no one ever questioned it before. I never once questioned eating a piece of cake that a kid had spit on. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, everybody, you want in peace? Who wants more frosting? And then the mom and dad probably like relight it for the little sister. Oh, they always do. They it's always like, do. Yeah, every kid gets a blow at the cake. Could you just scrape the top off, please? <laughs> and then grandma's birthday, too, so she gets to blow at the cake. No, grandma, I'm not worried about it. It's the kids. They have no spit discipline. Until grandma loses her teeth in the cake. Come on. <laughs> she can have that slice. <laughs> She's got a head start. What do you hope stays gone once we are all through this situation? You can text us now at 103939 or call us at 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hit 639. Uh, we're talking about uh, that perfect world. I can hear the birds chirping, the grass is green, and uh, COVID is a thing of the past. And we go, okay, that's fine. It's a thing of the past, but there's certain things that happen during this stretch that you'd like to stay gone. Just got a text from friend of the show and former NHL speedster, Jason Chimera. He says, uh, been a while. Did somebody mention close talking? I hope that stays gone. <laughs> the close talker. Please stay away. Six yeah. feet. Whisper in your ear person. Oh, right? It's going to be weird when bars open and clubs open and you're on the dance floor and then that guy leans into like, hey, how are you? <laughs> just like, you're like, oh, thinking about the spittle. Ooh. Patty texted and says, I want to keep working from home. No public transit with gross people crammed on a plus 30 second commute now. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's nothing worse. Now, this person says, I'm rather enjoying contactless food delivery. The pandemic has helped me realize I'm more introverted than I ever knew. Yeah, you know, I don't. there's good and bad about that. I understand. You, there's something to be said for just kind of being a homebody and realizing that stuff. But that's, I don't know if that's healthy either, right? So I... I well, I mean, if you're, you're finding your, 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 you know, social interactions in other places and you're not a restaurant person, but you like restaurant food. Right. I think that's, I think this has really shown restaurants... Uh, got them to shape up when it comes to deliveries because everybody needs one right now or else they're not going to make it. Yeah, for right. sure. For sure. You got another one, Jack? Christy texts in and says, hey, I used to be that sick person. Unless I was dying, I would be going into work. Before COVID, we actually had a little sick ward at work because so many people <laughs> were always sick. Nowadays, that would not fly. I want to put a legend on blast, Bruce Bowie. Yeah. Chris used to you, you sing his praises. Bruce Bowie took one sick day in the 38 million years he worked in radio. I'm like, that's horrible. That shouldn't happen. He's like literally touching that board with his sick old fingers. Same with Chris Sheets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris, a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares at the end of the day when you retire that you didn't take any sick days. But, you know. You I, do. Like, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're the worst. <laughs> I want to go back to the, the one comment you had last time. You said you shouldn't even have to tell your boss why you're why you're, you're, you're I'm just not coming in of today. Of course Matt would say that. No, you shouldn't. Like, why, why does he need to know? It's your your time off, right? You get so many days. Oh, well, I guess. No, I guess. But I, I think your boss needs to know why you're taking time off. Doesn't matter if I got the days. <laughs> See you later. Oh, I, Matt, but, you are giving us such a bad name. <laughs> I won't do this. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, you, right. Make it normal. <laughs> Until it's normalized. I'm just saying we should all do it. Like, okay, everybody who's listening, starting now, don't tell your boss, okay? Text from Drayden Valley. Good morning. This is Tracy. I've always been grossed out by blowing out the candles. I cut the cake as we sing happy birthday and put the candle in the piece of birthday cake that the person can do just so they can spit on their own piece. That see. makes... See, because I don't want to get rid of the tradition of blowing out the candles, but you're right. Give them their piece to blow out because when you think about that, it's like... Well, I mean, there's going to be a lot of leftover plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, give the kids some plexiglass. Just blow. Oh, plexiglass at the birthday party. Ahead of her time, Tracy. That's uh, impressive. Uh, uh.
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, these are the stories. And again, as always, you can reach out to us to let uh, our audience, the best audience on the planet, be the judge and jury. Jack, what do we got? Well, we have no name for this one. This one came from Anonymous yesterday through the text. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, after hearing you talk about dogs, I had to text in my issue. I'm in love with my girlfriend, but not her dog. It's not like the little bugger just growls or barks at me. I feel like he's actively planning my demise. Every time I go to her place, we have at least one run-in where there's teeth and shoving involved. God forbid I lay on the bed. My wonderful lady has a soft spot for this little devil spawn. He's got her through some tough times. And Minnie Cujo is only four years old, so I might have a decade or so left of his shenanigans. How do I deal with wanting to spend time at her place and not just mine? And how can we have a future when the furball wants to snuff my life out? (laughs) Any advice is appreciated. Oh, that's awkward. I feel like this is very dramatic. <laughs> like the dog can't be that bad. Wow, he doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> if you love your girlfriend, you deal with it. No yes. way. That's very funny coming from you, mister. I'm allergic to cats, but I'm just going to let it sleep on my face. You know, the dog wasn't trying to actually rip my throat out. <laughs> the cat does. <laughs> <laughs> Yours, not anybody else's. But yeah, it's, oh, you got to deal with it. Just... Fuck up. You'll be fine. I don't <laughs> think so. I think, you, like, at some point, you want to live in peace in your own place with your girlfriend, right? This dog's going to last for a long time. Eventually, you know, people move forwards with their relationships. And you want to share a, a cohabitated a space. Right. What do you do with this devil dog trying to kill you? I think you got to talk to her and say, it's either me or the dog. There's plenty of places that can take this dog oh, and it can have a great life. Me or the dog will never work. Come on, she loves her dog. You you honestly think she's going to make that decision? At this point, if she you're is, like, if but you're not in, in his favor. <laughs> I don't know if you're in love. I if I I think about. Come on, you okay? You are a hundred percent allergic to this cat, and and you and you never said me or the cat. I I finally found a woman that liked me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Maybe saying. that's the situation here. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> like this dog is trying to hurt it. Like bites them. Like this isn't right. It's a little furball. So like, yeah, I, man, I, I kind of I do see both sides of this. Uh, when uh, I first started dating uh, my my wife now Karen, um, I, their dog Benji was growling at me and didn't like me. I took it personal. Like, and everybody thought it was so funny that this dog didn't like Karen's boyfriend, right? And I remember just not thinking that was very cool at the time. But you know, I never. But said, you obviously dealt with it. I never said dog or me. Put their shoe on <laughs> the other foot, Jack. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been dating Bob for a little while now. He finally invites you over. He says, well, by the way, I have a dog, and she's a little grumpy. Hmm. And yeah. you go over there, and this dog is like, bah, 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 just coming at you. Would you get rid of Bob, or you just <laughs> no. weather the storm? No, just weather the storm. It's just a dog. It's Plus, just... you learn to love each other. It'll be fine. Dogs are in armies. <laughs> I'm talking about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> oh boy, there's a fire go- problems. Fire going this morning. <laughs> yes. We got a text from an anonymous person who says he hates his girlfriend's dog, doesn't know what to do. The dog and him not getting along, growling, biting, barking. He wants to give her the ultimatum, I think, but he doesn't know if he should. Well, if Matt suggested to give the ultimatum. Yeah. Right? My, uh, you know, that, and that way you find out if she's really invested. <laughs> she's willing to get rid of her dog. Exactly. That's been with her longer than her. Okay. Anyway. If someone agrees with you, Matt. They say the dog or me. People are way too wrapped up in their dogs. If it's the right person, you go with that.
I'm not saying get rid of the dog and like put it in a dumpster so it can be in some dodo video. I'm saying there's plenty of amazing rescue services for dogs, especially troubled dogs, and find an incredible home for this dog where it can go and frolic and bite people that want to be bit. I feel like you're, you, I hate the term gaslighting, but I feel like you're gaslighting this morning, Matt. <laughs> I might. I don't know. I take a hard stance, all right? All right, anyway. On the other side, this person says, it's a fixable problem. Get a dog trainer. I, I'd like... That is probably the happy medium. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of people basically saying, you know, do work with work with the dog. I mean, yes, they, treats. I, I mean, food is a great equalizer. Yeah. And spending time alone with the dog was suggested as well. I don't know if you want to leave those two alone together. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting kicked. I'll work it out. <laughs> right. Yeah, and Jack, you're, I mean, you're agreeing with the majority of these people, right? Oh, work it out. It'll, it will work out. If for some reason, it, this dog has a problem with you, give it tons of treats, give it bacon, give it whatever it wants, <laughs> just make it like you. You make it so fat it can't walk. <laughs> can't bite you then. <laughs> What's your take? 780-421-1039, Kiss and Love Court. This is the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss and Love Court this morning. Woof. Woof. <laughs> yeah, woof is right. Talking about dogs, we had a texter who does not like his girlfriend's dog at all. Kind of doesn't know what to do. Does he still stick it out with a girlfriend? This dog's only four years old, or does he say it's me or the dog? This text says, in regards to the dog issue, have the guy give him treats, take him for walks, and change his attitude of the dog. When snuggling up with the girlfriend, pet the dog and say, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is so specific. This is, give, this is a good give somebody a complex. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right, Linda, what do you think? The guy should try taking his, the dog over to his place. Some dogs are really defensive about the, their ownership of their property. Okay. Hmm. Try him at a different place and see, or neutral ground and see if it's still barking and snarling and growling. I don't know. I'd be a little nervous. Lots of women took me to neutral ground and it never <laughs> ended up well. Well, that's because you're Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not a Matt. He should be fine. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A Kiss and Love Court advice this morning. This text at 103.939 says the girlfriend needs to do damage control and discipline her dog to let them know they are not the alpha male or she'll be lonely for a while. This is the, <laughs> this is, he's not the only one this dog's going to try to bite, I think. She needs to take some ownership. This is a very good point. It's like this guy, what is he going to do about this dog? She's just sitting there sipping on her wine. Right. Well, I'm making broad assumptions, but. <laughs> <laughs> this person says, uh, I have learned over the years that dogs and dating, there's a reason why dogs are growling and don't like someone. And it's usually a good reason. Something about him is making this dog grumpy. Interesting. So dogs like- are a good judge of character. Krista says dogs can read people pretty well. So maybe the guy's a big jerk and he's just trying to tell his mama that. Also, if you play the me or the dog card, it will always be the dog. <laughs> I will say, if you're solely basing uh, who you're dating on whether your dog wags its tail or barks or not, <laughs> yeah. it might be a bad idea. You think? All right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Linda? There's an easy solution to the dog problem. Okay. The dog is just protecting his domain. So you got to show the dog who's boss. Okay. When he goes to bite this guy that he says he, the dog bites him, Grab him by the neck, not hard, but enough to pin him down on his back. 
he's got to stare him in the eye, and when the dog looks away, he's won. He won't have a problem with him anymore. You need to be the pack leader. Exactly. Could this work on Matt? <laughs> oh, no, Jack, you pinned me down and stared my eyes long ago. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I don't like dwelling on negative things, but <laughs> Chris is going to yes. get dark. But I don't. So give it to us. All right. So Costco, you're familiar with it. Uh, they do fairly brisk business. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Edmonton and around the world. Quite a bit. <laughs> North America wide. Okay, sure, yeah. So let's just say that they have done it. They have uh, got the self-checkouts at Costco. And really? uh, they they got the self-checkouts at Costco. And uh, what's happened was, uh, what I, I witnessed anyway, was they had like three registers running for the whole place. It's coming up to 8 o'clock in the, and, and it's closing or 8.30 or whatever time the closing is. The lineup is basically all the way back to the bakery and they've got these self-checkouts going on and uh, they're trying to convince people to go into the self-checkouts at Costco like they're trying to sell them a timeshare, right? Uh, they're just like, hey, come over here, come over here. Like, you are know, we you talking know, you know when you heart get, full like when people? You, yeah, when you get off a plane in Mexico and they're all like, hey, over here, over yeah, here, yeah. senor, senor, we swear. senor, senor, senor. And so they're 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 calling uh, everybody over, but yeah, they got carts full of things and they got these self-checkouts going on. And I look at my wife and I go, what? This is this got to be the dumbest thing I've seen in a long time. I, I, I just I, I don't understand it because, yeah, there's people that go in. We all say there's people that go into Costco for one or two items, but seriously. Right. Usually if you're going, you're stocking up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is. I don't mind the self-checkouts, yeah. but that has got to be <laughs> the worst place on earth. <laughs> For a self-checkout. And the worst job in the store for any Costco employee, yeah. you're like, okay, Beth, you're working uh, the till number three. Sam, you're in till number five. And uh, Charlie, you have to push people to the self-checkouts. I would take my red vest and throw it on the ground. Or the person that has to like, oh, can I help you at the self-checkout? Oh, yeah, let me remove this yeah. error. Oh, that would be the worst job. There is there is maybe three, four people a day that go into Costco and get like six things. Yeah. The rest of us have a no. cart full to the brim. Okay, but my mind goes to the boxes. Where do you get your stuff to pack in the boxes oh. then? Do they have a box? I have no idea. The box bin. I don't know. I'm not I taking an 85-pound bag of rice out of my <laughs> cart to scan it to put it back there. And I got 68 packs of tomatoes. Oh, you, you make a bazillion dollars. Have your registers full of people and that, playing for the, for the community. I just got a text uh, from Mike Loveson. From uh, Friesen Brothers, and he said that's why we don't have self checkouts, Chris. And uh, exactly, that's exactly, like right, take Mike. care of us, please. <laughs> I love when I go to a till and you're like, "Hi, I need help." <laughs> like, I need people help. at the tills just take care of you. Costco's still the place where you can go and they ask you for a box, and you don't have to put it in there. They do it for you, and they just put it in your cart, and it's the best. I get it. Like I understand you want to save your you're, you're worried about your bottom line Costco. You probably made eleventy billion dollars uh, during the lockdown. <laughs> like self checkouts are so dumb at Costco. Yeah. So dumb. Yeah, they're just they're just so dumb. I mean they're just so dumb. But oh, anyway. it, the only saving grace is at the end of that filming time of scanning every item, I can get a dollar fifty hot dog. Yeah. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only good thing. Anyway, there's the thought of the day. All right. <laughs> I need to be in that boardroom when they make big decisions next time. They need Johnny Everyman in there. <laughs> Johnny Everyman. All right. Yeah, all of a sudden the hot dogs are 75 cents. <laughs> <laughs>
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, thanks for all your text messages. Oh, wow. Uh, about uh, just, yeah, so many uh, text messages about uh, Costco and the self-checkouts. And the, I just, yeah, the self-checkouts. I, I saw them for the very first time years ago at uh, Home Depot in Anaheim. We were there in Disney, at Disneyland. Mm. Perhaps you've heard of it. And I'm like, <laughs> holy cow. They actually, they, they have these, these self-checkouts there. And that was before they were anywhere else here. And it was just, uh, it was mind-blowing at the time. And- I don't mind a self-checkout. But uh, as we're finding out on the text line, there's nobody on the fence about them. No, you either love them or hate them. I love the text that came in that talked about the survey. How did we do? And they say, we didn't do anything. I did it all. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, There is uh, discussions going on between uh, the CFL and the XFL. And and you ask a real good question, Jack. What is the Uh, XFL? For for those of us that don't know, obviously I've heard of CFL, NFL. What the heck is XFL? Boys? It was originally, (laughs) the the first XFL was started by Vince McMahon. He's the guy who owns the WWE. Like wrestling? Yes. And like the first year, they tried to do some kooky things to make it stand out. Make it different. Yeah. And it just wasn't working. Right. And it folded. Right. Now, this latest edition is owned by a bunch of people, including The Rock. The Rock. If you what The Rock is cooking. Yeah, what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> I, I heard yesterday that uh, his Instagram is uh, large enough that he would uh, be the fourth largest country in the world. That's how big The Rock is. <laughs> okay, now you're deal. talking my language. <laughs> the, the SFL had a promising start, right? They had all these teams all across the place. Then COVID happened, and then they shut down the season. Right. So it was just bad luck from them. And it wasn't as zany as the old XFL, so people were like, this could work. This could work. So we'll see. But ironically, The Rock got his uh, football uh, career started in the CFL, playing for the Calgary Stampeders. We still love him, even though he played for the Calgary Stampeders mm-hmm. for a short time. But he Instagrammed, Instagrammed yesterday, the CFL changed my life. When you have nothing and you're scratching and clawing for everything you can get, all in spirit of making your football dreams come true. You become the hardest worker in the room. You will not be denied. In my heart, I was going to make the CFL and parlay it into a very successful career in the NFL, maybe even win a Super Bowl. But neither of those dreams came even close to coming truth. Uh, coming true. So the truth is I just wasn't good enough, and it wasn't my time. The CFL sent me home, and I was still grateful uh, to uh, the man who eventually became my mentor and friend, Wally Bono. He only had $7 when he actually got cut from the Calgary Stampeders. No, he's oh, got geez. $11 billion. <laughs> so he's doing pretty good. So he actually thinks the best break he ever got in his life was when he got cut from the Calgary Stampeders and he had to move on with the rest of his life. Well, right? that's nice to say when you turn out to be the most bankable movie star in the history of movies. But it happened. Sure. It did happen. So our question this morning is what was the best break that ever bad break that ever happened to you that turned into a good break? I don't know if you got any or not. Jacks did. I am terrified of failure as a constant perfectionist and people pleaser. Yeah. Oh man, I do not leave room for error. <laughs> <laughs> and right. that could be my fault. I am trying so hard. Okay. On the other hand, here's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what was the job you had before this one, Matt? Uh, I was a. I did mornings and a different radio station in a different province. Yeah. And they laid me off. All right. So and there I, you go. But then I was up for like two jobs and I was down to the final two persons. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, I really hope I get this job. I really, and I didn't get it. Right. And it was a major bummer. 
Okay. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I guess I'll just go to, you know, hopefully find something here in the in-between. Yeah. And that ended up turning into this job somehow, some way. But that's blind luck, not talent, unlike <laughs> The Rock. Well, no, he had luck, too, obviously. I mean, you know, obviously he did. What about you? 780-421-1039. What is the, the, the worst break that turned out to be the best break for you? We'd love to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Luke Combs. It's Hurricane. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8.15. Hopefully you're having a good start to your day. It's going to warm up. It really is. So uh, just hang in there um, as far as that goes. Uh, we're talking about uh, The Rock and, uh, again, XFL and CFL are talking about maybe doing some kind of merger. Not this year. We'll hopefully have regular football the way you've uh, uh, you know grown to love it uh, coming up this season. Man, that I just can't wait to go back to Commonwealth Stadium and make that happen. Uh, not that I'm going to make that happen, but just <laughs> a, Thank you, Krishy. Be a part of it. <laughs> yes, in all some, of us. In some form. Uh, but uh, The Rock, who is one of the owners of the XFL, basically said the best break that he ever had was when he was cut from the Calgary Stampeders and, and he got on with his life. Now, Jesse, you got a story for us. You were saying that in the heart of COVID, you had one of the most secure jobs in the world, which was? I was delivering bread in the country to all the stores, and uh, a friend of mine convinced me to leave that job in the middle of the COVID outbreak and come work with him making deliveries around the city. Right. And I was scared out of my mind. But I did it, and it's been the best year of my life. I have a life. I have weekends off. I have. It's been pretty nice. Okay. You don't have any bread, though. No, I don't have the bread, but... Yeah. I've had enough bread for my lifetime. Okay. You you are delivering drugs, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.